What about Bloodborne? We could maybe like Ratborn or Mouseborn. Boyborn. Mm. Boyborn. <laughs> Um, That's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine FromSoft announcing their next game is called Boyborn? <laughs> and hello, we are live. Welcome, everybody. We're back, baby. Uh, it's the it's uh, the return of the Game Buster. Uh, so yeah, we are we're doing another special Good Games Inc. episode. I gave everyone like a good six months since the last one, so their ideas could fester into something beautiful. Uh, the creative juices have been flowing. The juices have been festering, and <laughs> um, I am uh, we're, so we're back today. I'm joined by uh, Jess and Felicia. Say hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, we are going to be taking your submissions for video game ideas uh, and turning them into something beautiful and money-making for us. So uh, what we usually would start these off with actually is discussing the ROI on our last game. And I think for us, our last game was the thing where Luigi fucks the car from Cars. <laughs> but, but is it is it John Leguizamo Luigi? Um, we could say it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Jess, you were a, you had a hand in creating that, yes? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think we we were all here, weren't we? No, I think it was Kate actually, not Felicia. Oh yeah. Um, I think that uh, we got a little excited, and uh, we ended up making a game where like Luigi and Tails and then Martin Freeman like have sex with famous cars and then race them around a track. It was like um, <laughs> um, it was a dating sim. Yeah. But it was like also a spin on Love Island, so it's called Luigi's Island. That's correct. Um, so how did uh, Felicia? You are our new uh, CFO, uh, Chief Financial Officer. What are the quarterlies looking like right now for Good Games Inc.? Honestly. This is such a good game to buy right now. It looks like people love it. Because I love it. It looks like people love it or people love it? <laughs> people love it. Okay. So how are we how happy are we with the with the uh the sales on this? Very. I think that guys, this is this game is like I'm, I'm like <laughs> I wouldn't be playing it right now. That's why I'm like So uh, you guys. I've been noticing that like Xbox has stopped talking about things in terms of numbers and they're just like yeah we're like 30% happy with how this did so if you could just be like I think I think we can just I, say like I'm 80% happy because there we go. you know what <laughs> and that number that's a, that's a high number if you think about it so uh, we're going to say that Luigi's Island Love is a Highway uh, sold quite well uh, despite Nintendo's lawyers coming after us, I think very the planes, heavily. trains, I think the planes, trains, and automobiles DLC did very well. Yeah, it did. A lot of people wanted to fuck <laughs> a plane. I was surprised. Why? Because <laughs> that that adds up. Everybody wants Sonic. Everyone wants a piece of Sonic. You know? Why would they want a? Sonic's plane? not an inanimate object. It's the plane from Cars. 
there's a is there a plane in Cars? Or are you talking about the the spin-off movie Planes? Yeah, the spin-off movie Planes. Uh yeah. Uh we add and that guy, that character, he's in the movie. He's in his name is Hold on, I'm googling it. Disney We can see you typing. <laughs> Disney's Planes. <laughs> Jesus. Uh that can't be real. The the main character's name is uh, Dusty Crop Hopper, played by Dane Cook. How no, that's Dust. That's Dusty, the um, uh, the t- pickup truck. Oh, there's a pickup truck. Okay, hold on. Let's let's pull Also, we don't want anything to do with Dane Cook since he married his girlfriend of six years, who is twenty four years old. Oh, suspicious. No, it is Dane yeah. Cook as Dusty Crop Hopper, a crop duster oh. plane. Um, Priyanka Chopra was in this alongside Dane Cook. Um, very exciting. Uh, okay. We may need a new voice actor. <laughs> Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Rochelle, a racing plane. Alright, they had some people... Roger Craig Smith, who voices Sonic. He's in this movie. As Rip Slinger. Alright. So, anyway, we're supposed to... Okay, I, I didn't think we were going to talk so much about Disney's planes. Let's keep... Let's go ahead and get into this. <laughs> um... So we have received submissions from, I believe, 35 different people, uh, which is great. That's by far the most number of submitters we've had. And I think this is the most submissions we've had. So I'm really excited to get into some of these. Um, I wanna, I'm want i going to go ahead and get us going. So Felicia and Jess, if you want to like start kind of scrolling through the list and seeing what kind of piques your interest. Um, I, well, I know what piques my interest. <laughs> yeah? I'm very excited. Yes. Uh, what, I'm, what, I'm very what's, looking, what's looking good to you? Because I'm... Right now, I'm I'm kind of I'm stuck on a lot of them to start us off with. You know what? I, I want to start with this one actually, because but let's let's go ahead and get the <laughs> let's get the Baldur's Gates out of the ways. <laughs> okay. Okay. We have a lot of Baldur's Gate submissions. Um, so uh, first one from Captain No Fun is Baldur's Gatekeep Girl Boss. <laughs> um, I think this is a turn-based RPG where you are sort of um girl bossing your way through a fantasy land um i don't know what just what would that look like for you since you're most familiar with this game i feel like this should be called um a boldest gatekeep uh gaslight girl box i think that's like the full phrase um, yeah it's, it's gaslight feel- gatekeep girl boss yeah I think this this is going to be like your your free things that you can do in dialogue options. You know, when <laughs> like you pick a dialogue option, it's got in brackets um, persuasion, right? Uh, skill absolutely. check or charisma skill yeah. check. So this is going to be so those are your um, three stats. Gatekeep. Yeah, this is going to be gatekeep skill check or girl boss skill check. <laughs> okay, I like that <laughs> idea a lot. Well, 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 we have that up on the deck. Let me see where this one is here. Um, we have also from Yeti, Baldur's Date, remove all this pesky RPG stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think that feels like it's basically how like half of the player base has been playing yeah. it. Anyway. Every everyone in the Game Luster server has certainly been playing it that way. <laughs> is there a story? I didn't know that. Is is what it's, this gameplay? <laughs> I have to reiterate how whack it is, like watching you guys talk about this game versus my like IRL friends because most of them didn't even know there were romance mechanics in this game. <laughs> Meanwhile, that's like all we talk about. Yeah. Um, How right. did you find Baldur's Gate? Oh well, I went on a date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, things got a little bit uh, let's say heated. Um, 
Felicia, what's what's kind of piquing your interest right now? Um, so the My Little Pony. Yeah. Where um... <laughs> Among Us meets My Little Pony. Number one, I want it to be the. So, like, they revamped My Little Pony, but it needs to be the 80s My Little Pony. Yeah, and shout out to Rhea yeah. for, that, uh, for that submission. Yeah, um, but I don't know if you've ever seen the 80s version of My Little Pony. But I it's, have. like, very darkly creepy. Like, they, like, steal the ponies and, like, make them, like, work in a sweatshop. <laughs> the, My yes. Little Pony went through, like, a that franchise went through a very big reinvention in the 90s. Um, like, it was... It was almost not even a thing that I would recommend to kids before that. <laughs> like, it's very dark, and uh, this is all I'm picturing because it, since it was so dark, like it actually works out really well. <laughs> I okay, so let's go ahead and map out My Little Phony, which I'm guessing it is Among Us. There's ten different little My Little Ponies that are on the ship. One of them is the imposter, and I mean, is does it just play exactly like Among Us, or how would it be different? Well, you're gonna be ponies to, for a start of. So you think there's like a gallop button? I think the tasks that yeah. you do around the ship need to be like eat oats, or <laughs> like whatever. yeah. You see, you you're no longer on the ship. You're in the My Little Pony like farm. Okay. Yeah, like, each pony yeah. had their own powers. Like some could fly and some couldn't. Mm. But some like like some of the ponies like big stuff and like did things like that. So you know you have to like key into like their strength. Like, okay. could some of these ponies fly? Are some of them faster than others? Some of them had, like, magic... One of the episodes, they had, like, magic horseshoes. You know what I mean? Like, so you have to, like, tie some of that stuff into it. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, I was never into My Little Pony when I was younger. I liked horses, but it's more like Black Beauty, which is very disturbing, but, uh, well... <laughs> it is very disturbing. Would you say that you were, like, a horse girl or no? No, no, I wasn't a horse girl. I just, like, I, I went for a phase where I did really like horses. Yeah. Um, oh, I also want to, like, so what we're going to try to do during this is try to, like, pick out one of these ideas to be, like, the nug and then really try to build that out. So we definitely want to, like, uh, try, try to keep, like, moving a little bit through these. Um, so um, I want to give a shout-out here to, um, from Wordy. This one really uh, tickled me. Honk Honk Star Rail, which is a gotcha game where instead of collecting anime waifus, you are collecting clowns. Oh my gosh. But it would also be really funny if Honk Honk was a goose because we all love that untitled goose game. <laughs> yeah, well, let's think about that. So maybe Honk Honk Star Rail is like this epic anime space fighting game, but like you are a goose. <laughs> <laughs> Terrorizing people. <laughs> What if it was uh, a goose with, like, a clown nose and red hair? That's a lot of honking. I'm trying to imagine <laughs> that... A goose doesn't really have a nose as much as a beak, so you're talking about putting a big clown nose on the end of its beak. Yes. Um, where do you also send in grass effects? Wait, wait, the phrase is clown around and find out. Clown around <laughs> and find out. That sounds uh, like a fret. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's like duck duck clown. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't understand what. Okay, Honkai Star Rail. If I know anything about it, which I don't, is an RPG. It's like an action RPG, and you collect wishes so that you can wish new anime wives into existence for you, and then, um, so I think in this version you're a goose. 
Are you still collecting? Are you collecting clowns then, as a goose? Oh, that'd be good. Maybe you're starting a circus. What if you're starting clown? You're you're getting clowns to have a good party. I feel like there's got to be a better game for uh, being a clown at a party. Um, let me see. <laughs> What? Well, you've got you've got that Mass Effect DLC where it's just like a party in the Citadel, so it could be like that. Yeah, it could be like that. Um, let me see here. Uh, Jess, you might like this one. This is from Sarem. It's Alien Isolation. It is Alien Isolation, but your character is Ziggity Zonked. <laughs> yeah, I, f I feel like playing Alien Isolation Ziggity Zonked is the best way to play Alien Isolation. Like no. your character sounds so stressed all the time. I feel I feel like. Um, you're not playing Ellen in this. I can't remember what her name is, but she's Ellen's daughter. Now, Jess, um, I feel like you've maybe misunderstood the prompt because it is not that you are high. Your character is blasted out of his mind. You are perfectly yeah. sober. So you're trying that's to... What, that's, <laughs> that's what I mean by you. So I feel like Ellen needs... To, uh, Ripley needs to... Ripley Jr. needs to chill out. <laughs> is her name and Ripley I feel like being... Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> her name's Ripley, but um, because Ripley, her the character in the films is called Ellen Ripley, and I can't. Oh, Amanda, Amanda Ripley. That's the character okay. you play in Alien Isolation. It's her daughter. Okay, interesting. Um, let's see what what else looks good. Oh, we skipped over from Ryu Baller's Gate Three, which I think is a basketball version yeah. of Baldur's Gate. Yeah, um, I'm seeing a lot, a lot for. Um, uh, I've seen a few Mass Effect ones, and yeah. then um, I've also seen a lot of Lies of P ones as well. <laughs> the, it's 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 too easy. Um, I I do want to scroll it back to the top. Uh, yeah, I, should we go from the top and then go down? Yeah, maybe get a little so, more organized. So I've got. Uh, yeah. I see you highlighted from Aerith, Stuart Little nightmares. I feel I feel like this this could work. I feel like Stuart Little, his world is very frightening, and they don't really talk about that very often. He he has a lifespan of two years. <laughs> well, do you know that in the book Stuart Little, he's not actually a mouse. He's just a boy that looks like a mouse. That cannot be right. What the fuck it are you talking right. about? I'm not wrong. That's what happens in the book. Hold on, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check the wiki, the Stuart Little <laughs> wiki. I feel Please like there's a lot of potential in this Stuart Little game. Please look it up because it's kind of terrifying. Also, can you imagine being one of the children in that orphanage and the, these two people just walk away and adopt the, the fucking mouse? <laughs> what an, okay, listen to this. What, what, this. what an insane sentence. A boy yeah, named no. Stuart is born to an ordinary family in New York City. He is normal in every way except that he is only two inches tall and looks exactly like a mouse. That's a mouse, motherfucker. That's not a boy. <laughs> That's a, you're talking about a mouse. <laughs> What do you mean he looks he looks and walks and talks like a mouse, but he's a boy. His um, mom's got some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> um I also think I think the movie kind of skipped over that part. I feel like in the movie he was just a mouse. He was just yeah. a mouse. But like to me that's like terrifying that you just have a boy who thought of what drugs were you on where you just have a a woman giving birth to a mouse, basically. <laughs> yeah, in the movie, the the couple uh, goes to an orphanage and they see a, an, a mouse living in the orphanage and they adopt him. Yeah, with Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah. And then they proceed to gaslight everybody that this is their son. What the and fuck? They shouldn't. They <laughs> shouldn't. They shouldn't. 
And that they shouldn't treat him like a mouse because he's not a mouse. He's do a you, son. But he know, is a mouse. Do you know who wrote the screenplay for, for Stuart Little? <laughs> who? It's M. Night Shyamalan. What? Oh my god, that's even better. That's even better. I. That's that. I'm wow. Um, I'm actually kind of excited about a Stuart Little game uh, right now. Yeah. Let's, let's let's put a pin in this idea and move on, uh, though. We might come back to it. Um, Stuart Little is Hong Kong clowning. Would you say? I thought. I thought. No, I thought you said Hong Kong clowning. Hong Kong clowning. He's dressed as a clown in that game. Right now, we've just got two animals that we've dressed up as clowns sitting in a space station. Like, what game is this? You guys, I like anything that involves animals. If if it's an animal, I want to play it. I I just like souls. Um, You know what I mean? Okay, so from Alex, we have a great one, Alex Mott, which is Shapiro, Spouses Dry Twice. Um, so this is based off of Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Um, I don't know if you guys are well aware of Ben Shapiro talking about how he's never pleasured his wife before. <laughs> and just sort of admitting out loud many times that this has not happened. Is this a horror, is this a horror game? Is this a nightmare? I think it would be. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think that it's a horror score for this. It's a horror game, but you play as his wife. Yeah, I think you have to play as I, his wife. Is she walking around, but like in one of those slow, like turns really slow? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like one of those games that you just like walk around really slow. Well, maybe it's like a dating similar, but every night you're trying to date um, Shapiro, um, but like it's going terribly. You're trying to seduce him so that like he will actually like have sex with you. Yeah. Um, and by, by listing conservative talking points. <laughs> Wait, can we also... Andrew had... Andrew R. had gobbles... Yeah, gobble ghouls and ghosts. <laughs> oh, is it like... Are we having Italian meats? And go- are they spooky Italian meats fighting ghosts? What's happening so, here? Ghouls and ghosts is, gabba, is an old... What's a gabagool? Okay, so <laughs> we've got two things happening here. First... Uh, Ghouls and Ghosts is a is an old NES game. I want to say it's a two D platformer where you are like a knight and fighting a bunch of like goblins and monsters and ghosts and stuff and uh, in a platformer. So Felicia, tell me about Gabagool. Gabagool, you gotta do this. Yeah, Gabagool. Gabagool. Like a lot of people call, uh, like certain Italian. Hold on, I want to get this right. Sorry, I typed in Gabagool on Google, and the first thing it has suggested is Gabagool costume. No. <laughs> Which is insane, because it looks like it's just a bunch of meat. <laughs> Some people is, do dress up Italian, as, um, like, food Italian items. Okay. Do you guys not do that? Like, you go on what? vendors where you all dress up, and you dress up as, like, food items. Like, you dress up as, like, hot dogs or something. What? No. <laughs> we don't have oh, that no. here. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? So, gabagool is like to describe capicola, which is like a type of Italian meat. Okay. But I, I think it, it, it really like a lot of times it like spiraled like with Tony Soprano like calling people gabagools, but like then they call it this gabagool. But it's just funny because I'm trying to picture a game. It's like, do you have a fucking like salami like? Okay. I've got it. I've got it. You Me. are you are a chef. You are an Italian chef, and you have a, a kitchen knife. 
and you are running through this world where a bunch of different uh, meats are flying at you and you're trying to slice them correctly so that they can be served at your restaurant at the end of the level. That sounds like a natural cooking game. Like, yeah. That sounds like Fruit Ninja. That almost sounds too real. That That's like too yeah. real to be on this show, actually. We need that, to move that on. That sounds too good. <laughs> it has to be ghost meat. He can't that's... just slice it. He needs to find a ghost knife to slice the ghost meat. Oh, that wow. sounds like it would be released on multiple platforms and sell over a million copies. Let's uh, move <laughs> no away <thanks>. from that. <laughs> no thanks. Um, Andrew R. also submitted Pokemon X and Pokemon Twitter, which I thought was extremely good. Um, so I think in one of these, you are Elon... You have is, is Elon Musk like the player character or is he like the Team Rocket leader? No, he's the Team Rocket leader. <laughs> I would so, always want to be the Team Rocket leader. See, okay, so if you get... What is different between these two versions of Pokemon X and Pokemon Twitter? I think if you go by Pokemon Twitter, it's like a relatively normal Pokemon experience. You know, you like start in yeah. a little town and uh, got to catch them all, beat the Elite Four. If you get Pokemon X, I it's think... It's like the hardcore version. Well, I think that like a lot of the features are locked behind a paywall <laughs> when you yeah. buy the game. <laughs> and then um, I think you have to pay like a subscription cost to get... Um, uh, your Pokemon verified in the game. Like, so it's like, oh, this isn't really a verified Squirtle, so you can't use it in battle. You'll need to pay $8. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I haven't, I've actually been off Twitter for a few months. I'm not sure what's going on over there right now. Jess, I know you're, you're still in there. What, what, no, are, what is the newest good feature? The last update was that they removed headlines in articles. Um, and they're thinking about removing something else, and I can't remember what it is, but it's pretty detrimental. <laughs> okay, I've so I think to translate that into Pokemon, the Pokemon don't have names anymore. They're just like <laughs> an image. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> you also can't communicate with other trainers who you haven't already spoken to before. <laughs> yeah, no, they have to be verified if you want to talk to them. Um... Let's see, uh, so from uh, Buo, we have a fleshed core six. Robots are piloting big humans. That sounds so disgusting. Right, so Felicia, I don't know if you know about Armored Core. Uh, Armored Core six just came out, which is a game where humans pilot giant robot mechs. Uh, Buo is here sort of suggesting we do the opposite, where little robots are inside of you piloting big humans. So what I'm picturing is uh, Men in Black when they like open the guy's brain and these little aliens inside. There's a little guy driving it. Yeah. I'm so I'm picturing either Ratatouille or uh, Attack on Titan. I think Attack on Titan's more apt because like, can you imagine if it, how different Attack on Titan would be if like Aaron was just like riding on the Titan's head pulling its hair? <laughs> yeah. That would be a much better show. Um... <laughs> I just want to shout out, related to this, Crimson Joe sent in Marmot Core 6. You are piloting a marmot. <laughs> um, I don't think I know what a marmot is. I'm going to Google that. No, it's, I don't. It sounds like an animal. It is a rodent. It is a large ground squirrel. Uh, lives in Asia, Europe, and North America. Okay. Does it look adorable? Um, it looks... There's a. I have a good picture of one here. I'll just post it in the chat real quick. Um, uh, this is a... I'm, I'm actually pretty enthusiastic about this image. Uh, yeah, I'd pilot that. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of looks like a groundhog. I think they are related closely to groundhogs, it looks like. 
Um, so what if that guy was, what if, okay, imagine this for a second. You are a boy that is two inches tall, and you look like a marmot, but you are not one. You are a regular boy. You're a regular boy <laughs> with regular boy DNA. But, like, would, would you be doing the gabagooling? <laughs> we can't we can't do all of these okay i will also we can make it work <laughs> i also want to throw out an idea for like stuart little but he's big <laughs> just like stuart big oh kind of like when honey i blew up the kids instead of honey i shrunk the kids yeah or like when uh when like ant-man gets really big instead or when um what am i trying to think of like um, you have like a little guy. It, it's like, can you imagine like a human-sized rat man that is skateboarding around the hallways of your fucking hotel? Um, Isn't that Elon I, Musk? I, no, but <laughs> all on. I'm picturing is is Master Splinter <laughs> riding around on a skateboard at this point. I think this one is different because he's wearing a like a jersey and like a cool backwards hat. <laughs> also, but, I'm. Remembering... Is this just Teen Wolf now as a mouse? No, listen, he's not playing basketball. Um, unless he is. <laughs> he definitely needs another sport, because now I'm just picturing Teen Wolf. Do you remember the book The Mouse and the Motorcycle, which was not related to Stuart Little? Yes, I do. I loved that book as a kid. Um, and there was a little mouse who had a toy motorcycle that for some reason worked like a real motorcycle, and he would ride it around and pull all sorts of pranks on kids. And I think that was very good. So I wanted to give a shout out to it. Um, uh, Captain No Fun also sent in Cuckoon. <laughs> C-U-C-K-O-O-N. Sort of. Oh, a I get it now. Right. Yeah. A, sort of a play on the game Cocoon, the puzzle game Cocoon that just came out. Well, yeah. What, I think what was it, the gameplay like on that? Uh, so it, it's like kind of an open adventure game, a very sci-fi themed where you travel between these different like pods and uh you are solving various like uh puzzles that are like logic puzzles to kind of progress yeah. the world around you so i think in this one it's the same except you are ben shapiro you're, tr you're trying to catch your wife cheating on you <laughs> um also my favorite one is right here yeah uh but crimson joe laura croft tom brady yeah um i'm picturing tom brady in like but Laura Croft <laughs> But instead I... of like doing archaeology archaeological adventures, he's just uh -huh. trying to get uh Super Bowl rings. Ooh. Oh. I will so... I will accept this as long as the clothes are not like upsized to fit Tom Brady. Like I want it to be like crushing his chest. <laughs> I mean you know how tight those pants are, and practice jerseys are he's... kind of short. And tight. He's basically gonna be wearing like the tightest shorts available. Um and boots. Uh, but yeah, he's just trying to like on a quest to find Super Bowl rings. It's not bad. Like, you know, um, Tom, you're retired. He's like, not today. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and start pumping out some of these DC bangers here. I wanna give a shout out to Akatar, the last airbender. <laughs> <laughs> DC did a lot of Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, he also I, threw in Sarah J. Mass Effect after that. <laughs> yes. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't think there's a lot of juice in some of these, but they're funny. Um, there's uh, Pizza Trump Tower, also uh, Red Dead Redemption, where Jim Ryan tries to get his job back at Sony, um, Hyperlight Joy-Con Drifter, Sonic Mania, and Depression. <laughs> 
Um, well, I think the, the the Trump pizza one reminded me of Home Alone in New York, where yeah. all he wants is a cheese pizza, <laughs> and so he orders a, a pizza in the limo when he's the, staying and, at Trump Tower. Right. Or, yeah. I remember. <laughs> did you know that Donald Trump is the only Home Alone two star to be impeached from office? <laughs> Um, okay. Also, I want to <laughs> give a shout out to um, the Donkey Kong Country Music Awards, which is very funny because I'm just kind of imagining Donkey Kong like on stage, like shaking hands with Taylor Swift or something. Not Dolly Parton. I could totally picture. Also, Dolly Parton. The only way to communicate with her, I found out this week, is by fax. Reba McIntyre said she has to fax her in order to communicate with her because Dolly doesn't own a cell phone. Wow. Or an email. Normally I get annoyed about people who are like, I'm too good for cell phones, but Dolly Parton is actually too good for cell phones, so. <laughs> um, somebody's highlighted Luigi's Wanted Mansion here. Uh, so, this is a prequel where Luigi is trying to buy a house, but interest rates are so high, the ghosty battles are his depression, his landlords, and the crushing realizations <laughs> of living in a post-capitalist society. This is very real. This is so real. Yeah. This is life right now. Felicia, I think my you've, been, you've been playing this game for the last few months. It's my name is Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is very funny to me. One, two, Mitch. Oh no, Mitch is stuck again. Play this wacky party game with your friends to get this old senator moving. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why did you skip over Super Mario... Mario One Direction. Yeah, super. Sorry. Okay, so I that I want to play that game. Right. So this is a play. All the in. new. So the new Super Mario game is called Super Mario Bros. Wonder. So this is Super Mario Bros. One Direction. I'm I'm all here for it. I'm so, ready. I'll buy all the albums. All right, Felicia. So, so I'm I'm Doctor Nintendo. Tell sell me on this game. Listen. So you got you got Mario. You got Luigi. You got Wario. You've, You've got, got Wally. Liam. You've got Zane. <laughs> you got them, and they're kind of doing like uh, this whole, you know, you gotta. Oh my gosh, why is my mic blank? <laughs> what? Are they Am gonna split up midway through the game? Like you keep on losing characters' control because they're all leaving. <laughs> you have to bring them back together, kind of like you know what I mean. Oh, maybe rather than chasing the princess in the tower, you're chasing the One Direction members to reunite them and get them to reform the band again. Gosh, I feel like it's like that scene when they're ch we're chasing like Spice Girls around in the Spice World movie. But you're on a tour bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> driving around London. Pick <laughs> up One Directioners. You have to figure out where they're hiding in London. Because you know there's a lot of fans. Yeah. You think this would be a good Mario game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would play it. <laughs> it might be well, fun, but I'd play it. You uh, know what? It might not might not be a good Mario game, but it would be a great Mario movie because apparently, according to Mario movie adaptations, you can just go with anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, just there's another one you might like here, which is Aileen: colon, COVID isolation. You what are, is with all the alien yeah, isolation? I don't know. Jeez. You were laid off due to COVID, so they've put a lien on your house, but you can't leave the very house they're trying to kick you out of. 
I think there should also be a xenomorph in your house, which you're trying to survive against. Um, but there is no way out because you're both isolating. Okay, so the xenomorph is also doing like like so the xenomorph also won't come within six feet of you though. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's social distancing. <laughs> And you're both going to be, like, very passive-aggressive towards each other because you're both stuck in this house uh, mm -hmm. during isolation. So the game's going to be, like, become progressively more aggressive as, as it goes on. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just going to start bickering about, like, little things. Um, this one has made me cry and laugh this week, uh, which is... Uh, so there is a game, Felicia, called Rust. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It is a uh, survival uh, kind of multiplayer online game where you're building bases, collecting materials, and like taking other people's bases in like an open world. Um, DC has suggested Rust 2, a survival game, but instead you're on the set of Alec Baldwin's Rust and have to survive. <laughs> Christ. I don't know if we can make this into a game. Um, <laughs> that sounds terrifyingly real, and our legal department just said that <laughs> they just did this. <laughs> they said absolutely not. Um, <laughs> below that, though, we do have passwords, please, which is papers, please, but you are Netflix making sure no one's password sharing. So if you don't know password, uh, password, papers, please, is like, um, it's like you, you play as like, um, what do you call them? Like a password checker, not password checker, a passport checker. A passport checker? Yeah. yeah, immigration. What are they called? Immigration. immigration. PSA. Yeah, you're, oh, yeah. You're an immigration officer, and you have to check people's passports, like going into your country. But it's set in like a a, a dystopian world, so it's a bit like 1984. Um, and the whole game is that you're just checking people's passports and deciding whether or not you're going to let them into the country. I think in this game, you work for Netflix. And you have been yeah. tasked with going through people's documents to s make sure they're not password sharing with somebody in another household. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they have to come up to your stall and they do what they do in pa Papers, Please, where they try and explain their situation. So you'll be like, why are you in different households? And they'll be like, <laughs> but I'm, I'm studying at university. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm just at the coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to sign in on holiday. I'm sorry. Um, DC also sent in Super Mario Iliad. Um, I, so, yeah, I was looking at that one just now. So Super Mario Odyssey uh, came out a few years ago. I think we're ready for a new game. Uh, what happened in the Iliad? I can't remember because it is the prequel, I believe, to the Odyssey, right? The Odyssey is the second part of that story. Um, I've, I've never seen it, so I won't comment. Well, it's, I mean, it's not really a movie. It's, it's an ancient Greek poem. <laughs> I've never read this ancient Greek poem, so okay. I will not comment. Uh, that's the, it, uh, let me so see. So that, that's the one with Achilles, and yeah. he, yes. Set towards so the end of the Trojan War, a ten-year siege of the city of Troy by yeah. a coalition of the Mycenaean Greek states. Oh, this is where the Trojan horse is from, right? It's from the Iliad. Yes, okay. yes, and he, Achilles dies in this one. Okay, so in this one, Mario is in the Trojan War. <laughs> And he's a giant wooden Yoshi that he uses to sneak soldiers oh my God, into the city. Yoshi is the Trojan horse. I'm so excited that we're on the same page. Yeah. Because it's a good concept. I think Achilles has to be Waluigi. 
This reminds me of the armored core ones. This could be armored core, but you're uh, piloting a giant um, Trojan horse, Louis uh, Yoshi. Um, I don't know enough about the Iliad to get more mileage out of this. Let's continue. Well, you also have Helen of Troy. That's another one. Helen of got... Troy is obviously Peach. It's easy. Yes. So they're battling over her. Right. That makes Bowser the conquering forces from the Mycenaean states, I think. King Agamemnon. Um, hmm. I also want to throw out that uh, we got River City Gilmore Girls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that, that was awesome. <laughs> I would like to point out that this is the second Gilmore Girls based fighting game we've had submitted. <laughs> so, like, is. is I want to see um, uh, Michelle, Michelle and um, Richard, R.I.P. Richard, fight because Wait, who's Rich? Michelle, oh, okay, oh, Grandpa, yeah. Um, yeah, I want to see Michelle and Richard fight because he's spending too much time with Emily. <laughs> I think I think Michelle is definitely a DLC character. I don't think he comes with the base game. God, it's uh, like my dream. I think you get Lorelai. Do we? Do all the boyfriends fight each other for a hand in Rory? Uh, no, I it, so a, River City Girls is kind of like a beat 'em up kind of thing. So you're like, you know, it, it's well, like that's the, what I'm saying. Yeah, they it's all like, beat each other up to like marry Rory at the end. So you're well, you, see, I don't want to have it so that you don't play as Rory because then you're just playing as like Dean and Jess and fucking Logan, and I'm not interested in this game anymore. They all, they all beat each other up to see who's gonna run the end. I'm just not interested in playing as Logan. I'm mo let's move on. <laughs> I, he's the worst. The absolute worst. Jess, Logan your face looks like you haven't seen Gilmore Girls. I haven't. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, <laughs> sympathy? Continuous repeat in my apartment. It's a, it's a good show. It's a good show for good people. Um... <laughs> let's see. Um, we have a resident... Oh, Jess, you'll like this one, too. Chance of Senargy. The language is business jargon that you have to unravel on your first day of work before you get fired. <laughs> so that's kind of what you were doing in that game. Uh, do you want to tell me yeah. about this Resident Evil 4 spinoff here? Is this on one of mine? Somebody's oh, no, Resident Evil 4. Yeah, separate oh, checks. Okay. Yeah, separate checks. Leon, uh, it says Leon gets a date with Ada, or is it a date? He can't tell. It's lunch, but does that mean it's a, like a co-worker type thing? Does he need to pay, or do they have separate checks? What if the restaurant won't split it? Is it weird if he pays if it's not a date? So the thing with Resident Evil is Leon's like kind of painted as a bit of a womanizer, but he's absolutely like terrible <laughs> at it. Like uh, there's like multiple clips where he's just like awful with women, and one of these people is Ada. He was he's supposed to be like romantically involved in, but mm -hmm. they th their relationship like never goes anywhere because <laughs> he's just like fucking terrible at it. Um, so I, I felt like Resident Evil Four separate checks would be like a legitimate like situation that Leon would find himself in. Okay. Um, Sorry. I, I like that. Um, I don't know if there's much of a video game in there, but I would like to point no. out that I agree that uh, Leon maybe needs to get it together. Uh, maybe it's a dating <laughs> sim. Maybe. Uh, Dill sent in Fartfield. I'm gonna just let that one sit for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I think that's self-explanatory. We'll move on. <laughs> um... Fez has sent in his story. 
<laughs> so this is like the game Her Story, um, except it's his story this time. So how do we how do we man up Her Story? Is is her story like specific to her being a woman, or is it just like a story? It's just it's story. a story that happens to be about a woman. I don't I don't think it has a lot yeah. of like, feminist concepts going on. But I think if we just replace like the the murder weapon with like maybe like I don't know like a can of Bud Light or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. How do you like man up this this like very it, touching story about of uh, a woman like going to jail? Uh. Uh, gone girl it up. Yeah. Think? Add Ben Affleck. I see. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So Eva, so it's just like uh, uh, so Ben Affleck's character in Gone Girl is just like the dumb nice guy. So I feel like this is where where this would be going. Yeah. Um. Let me see, Jess. I see you've got a few submissions in here. Yeah. Um. Do you want you want to throw one of these out that you're feeling good about? Yeah. So I feel like Dark Souls Charisma Edition has some problems. Yeah. So. So. You have an option to engage in dialogue with these bosses and convince them to yeah. die. Yeah. Or or just convince them to do something else. Like you, like you can do with any other RPG, like Fallout. You can get out of a lot of boss fights by just like convincing them to maybe just not fight you. And I feel like this should be this should be the new Dark Souls game. You've got like a charisma build. That's not bad. Um, I feel like the <laughs> game would not be very good though. Is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> you could just be like Melilia. No, babe, this isn't you. <laughs> You're better than this, babe. <laughs> uh, Jinzuku sent in Attack on Catan. So this is sort of Attack on Titan meets Settlers of Catan. <laughs> um, I think in this one you have uh, a Titan sort of like reaching over the wall and it's like, I need your wheat or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like this collab. I like any kind of collab like this. I, have, I need six units of steel. <laughs> Imagine, like, the big titan coming over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> He's more just, like, an annoying neighbor than he is, like, an actual threat. They're just like, oh, god, not it's, him again. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've played Settlers of Catan, but from what I remember, you're basically, like, it's like a hex grid, and you have different kingdoms, and you're, like, basically trying to build up your kingdoms and trading and stuff with the other people at the table, right? Like, your supplies yeah. and everything. Um. I don't think there's a lot of room here for expansion. Um, how do you feel what about if What about if we add Stuart Little? I'm Jess. But I'm gonna. Stuart I'm gonna. Little s- is trying to try to develop a homestead. I'm gonna be very clear about this. I am a hundred percent sure we're gonna end up adding Stuart Little to whatever game we start, end up with. But I also Stuart- am not. I'm not willing to give into it yet. Stuart Little could be in an armored core one because he could be the pilot. Piloting a human like Ratatouille. (laughs) No, you don't understand. This isn't a rat on my head. It's a boy that looks like a rat. (laughs) We can't. We can't. We already made a Ratatouille game. (laughs) Like like four things ago. (laughs) What about if Stuart Little is dressed as a clown? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a third animal we've dressed as a clown and stuck in this spaceship. <laughs> what about 
What about Mr. Miss Mrs. Smith, a blacksmithing cu- couple that is also trying to kill each other? This is very <laughs> so, good. They, yeah. they, they can make swords and knives, and they're just trying to murder each other to what? Take over the family business? I, think, I feel okay. like I feel like it's a business management game, but then every yeah. now and again, your partner's trying to kill you. What happened in the movie, <laughs> Mister and Mrs. Smith? Because all I know is that well, they were they were both working for different government agencies, and then they got the call to to like kill one another. Okay, I'm pulling up the plot right now. Um, the film stars Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie as bored upper middle class married couples, surprised to learn that they are both assassins belonging to competing agencies, and they've been yeah. assigned to kill each other. Um, so I know this is also when they got together, um, in real life too, when they were filming this movie about killing each other. And let me see how it ends here. Um. Divorce, obviously. Uh, the film ends with the couple meeting their marriage counselor. Oh, okay. That's not really that exciting, but that's good, I guess. I'm glad they're working it out. We Um, love therapy here. We support it. We do support therapy here. Um. Also, Vince Vaughn is in this movie. That is news to me. Um, all right. You've never seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith? I saw it when I was, uh, like, what, 10 or 11 years old? <laughs> Whenever it oh, came out. Like, how old did it come out in 2005? What year did it come out? Yeah, 2005. So I would have been 12 when it came out. So that's probably when yeah, I, I was Yeah, sev- I was seven years old, so. <laughs> you guys, was I was that? 17. I was 17 when that Look movie at- came out. God, listen to all these iterations of this movie that could have happened. Brad Pitt and Nicole Kidman were originally cast as the leads. Then they were dropped. Then they cast Will Smith and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Then they were dropped. Then they cast Johnny Depp and Kate Blanchett. And then they dropped them. And then Pitt returned with Gwyneth Paltrow. And then Gwyneth Paltrow quit. And Gwen Stefani came on. And then she quit. And then Angelina Jolie came on. (laughs) Can you imagine the... Well, that's actually Brad Pitt and... Gwyneth Paltrow dated at one point, so... Nah, it could have been that why... Could have been why. Um, hmm. I feel like this game could be, like, overcooked, but then every now and again the game tells you to, like, attempt to murder your, uh, the other person. Wow, the production of this movie eventually exceeded its budget by $26 million. The cannolis, because it was, like, a lot of fighting and explosion? I guess. Man. Anyway, uh, Good work on this movie, though. Made uh, made five hundred million dollars in the box office off one hundred ten million. Good work. Uh, okay, let's continue. Let's see what else we got here. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, this one from uh, Justin. Uh, Don't judge a book by its cover. To Judgment Day. <laughs> so this is sort of a, I guess, a Terminator play. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, wait, Terminator. Do we have like? Are we gonna have John John O'Connor in it? Or are we gonna have like Linda Hamilton's character in it? Because you know I'm very like I like to you know okay have her in I, do, it. I do feel like the message behind Terminator is don't judge a book by its cover because they yeah. spend like a good portion of the start of the film being worried about um, Arnie's character. Um, I can't remember what Terminator he plays because um, I'm not a the nerd. T eight thousand or something. T eight hundred. It's eight hundred or eight thousand. I can't remember. I but... think yeah, and I think the the evil one is two thousand. Yeah. Um. So that one's from like the current day, and then Arnold is like a much more advanced model that comes back from the future to to kill him. Um, yeah. And so. Um, 
So I feel like the the message behind it is don't judge a book by his cover because Arnie was actually trying to help them and they judged him by his cover. I'm sort of reeling right now. I've never heard anyone refer to Arnold Schwarzenegger as Arnie in my whole life. <laughs> you not? That's like his nickname. I think people just that's call like, him Arnold that's like, here. I, no, I think the press call him like Arnie. It's like um, Robert Pattinson being called like R. Pat. Okay. Uh, I've heard of that. I've heard that I've, one before. Yeah. But yeah. Um, JP sent in. Killer Bella. Dream... Maybe we should play, make that again. See, JP yeah. sent in DreamWorks Dreamlight Valley. So this is just. I think that's self-explanatory. It's Disney Dreamlight Valley with DreamWorks characters. It was Jazz Shrek and No Bitches. Yeah, No Bitches. I think is referring to Megamind, <laughs> the uh, Will Ferrell character, <laughs> who is from the memes. Um, but do we start off in the swamp? Because that would be cool. That could be cool. I feel like cool. this book might actually be a good game. I know. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, Jorbert yeah, this is... has sent in Baldur Gate 3, colon, things get hairy. <laughs> so this is Baldur Gate. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Jess, I'm going to need you to iterate on that. Hold on. I don't know. I just highlighted it because I thought it was funny and then it's a Baldur's name, Gate huh? reference. You think this yeah. is a joke? <laughs> I think things get hairy could be them, like, because you can turn into animals. So I think this could be Baldur's Gate 3, only you just solely play as, like, uh, as yourself polymorphed into an animal. I see. Um... You're all cats. I'll play anything after you're a cat. Um, god. You should play Stray, Felicia. Yeah, you should, actually. You play as a cat, and you uh, meet a lot of new cats on the way. Sounds like yeah. the best game. My cats would probably stare at it. Tiberius would love it. He loves anything that there's oh. cats. Actually, Felicia, I'll post some pictures later, but when I was playing Stray, Ellie loved it. She actually sat up by the TV and was, like, pawing it, like, trying to get in. Oh. It was very cute. And then I understood why it won all those awards. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. We also have, um, from, uh, from Jinzuku, I see you highlighted this one, Hi-Fi Lush, run a bar that moves to the beat. I like this idea conceptually, like a management rhythm game, almost. Yeah, I thought, um, so do you, do you have a Lush in America? I like a, don't a... think I know what Lush is. So, the, like the the bath body? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We have them. You have one in Atlanta. We don't have one in Savannah. There's one in Charleston and, like, Jacksonville. There's, like, three in Atlanta or four. Okay, as chaotic as they are in the UK, um, because basically this shop is is very is always very small and narrow, yes. and you're overwhelmed with smells, and the employees are like constantly coming up to you, and they're like, "Do you need anything? Do you need any help?" Like, and I feel like this would be a perfect game. So actually, yes. we're gonna need to pull back. We're gonna need to pull back on this. I just googled Lush store, and the top stories are all <laughs> cosmetics retailer Lush's boycott Israel signs prompt backlash. Why are we boycotting Lush? No, no, no. Is like Lush the store is telling people to boycott Israel. Oh, I mis yeah, I misheard that. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I too. I missed that part that you said. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Apparently, Here, in, they put. With the yeah. Do, one do, of do, one do. of their stores put up some signs that were like in support of Hamas. Uh. uh. So maybe we don't do this one <laughs> this time. Yeah. Um, hold on one second. My headphones are running out of battery. Um, I need to, uh, just read one off while I'm fixing this. So, similar to Pokemon X and Pokemon Twitter, we also have Pokemon Zuck and Pokemon Musk. 
So, do we have to like charge Teslas in this? What's happening? Build a Tesla. Yeah. Okay, I'm here for I'm listening. What, I think one of them you get your privacy violated and one of them um you you like it's you just face monetization like time after time. Okay. Yeah. What about what about the one where the chip goes in the person's brain and they die? That's Musk. <laughs> yeah, okay. Alright, I needed to, uh, see the difference. I, else is Zuckerberg done? I remember that also Elon yeah. Musk was like, hey, don't worry so much about that because only 13 of the 15 monkeys have died from the chip. But yet the FDA approved it, which is insane to me. Uh, so Zuckerberg has, uh, I don't know, I never saw a social network, but I mean, he's what? Instagram too. That's such a good yeah. movie. Highly recommend. Um, Musk and okay, so Zuck has trying to is trying to do the metaverse thing, right? He wants everyone to live in the virtual world. He's trying to like make Ready Player One a reality, which is it's always insane to me that he walked out of that movie and he was like, "That's what I want." <laughs> it's like, so I mean, in this one, I think Musk is trying to send us into space, and maybe Zuck is trying to send us into the virtual world. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And also, sometimes it differs where you find the legendary Pokemon, so maybe you find the legendary Pokemon in the virtual world in one. You know, like, where you find, um, I can't remember his name, but the legendary Pokemon in Pokemon Platinum. Um, Does the you virtual know how... world have Stuart Little? Give me one second. Okay, sorry, I think, can you say some things again? Hello. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I had to... Apologies for the last like two minutes of that. I I think you could still hear them, but very faintly. But we we should be back now. Um. Okay. All right. Let's. See, you know. Mm -hmm. Go on. You know how you've got um, uh, that Pokemon and Pokemon Platinum, and you have to go into another dimension yeah, to catch it. Giratina yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this is like that. Like in the Musk one, you have to go to space to catch those Pokemon, and in the Zuck one, you have to go to the virtual world. That's pretty good. I, I think that the, the games have to differ a little bit more, like, you know, because there, there are different Pokemon that are available in each one. Like, I think the Zuck Pokemon are, like, like, the exclusive Pokemon would be, like, Instagram and, like, WhatsApp, but they're Pokemon. Yeah. And then Musk, you would get, like, Tesla and, like, SpaceX. The Facebook one is just full of, like, Karens and, like, people who don't know how to use the world properly. Even a farm hill. Just a lot of yeah. farm You're trying to get there. You go to an NPC and they'll be, like, just checking into hospital. And you'll be like, babe, what's what's wrong? And they'll be like, uh, DM me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's my mom. God. I can't, guys. You just described my mother. Um... <laughs> Prayers, please. For what? My, my sister was like, for what? I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. They have those funny things like, my dad died. And it's like one of those emojis. <laughs> God. Okay. Um, I want to give a shout also to, to Kate uh, up above for Dive the Daver. That one really tickled me. Um, there's yeah. a game called Dave the Diver that came out recently. And I think Dive the Daver sounds like it would be uh, sort of an interesting one. So... Is that a command, do you think? Dive the daver? What would be a daver? Well, or it could be like, you know, Dave, daver, davist. What? Like, with some, if something's like more of Dave, 
It's Dave. <laughs> oh yes, you're becoming more of Dave. Yeah, and Dave you're the getting diver. more Dave as the days go by. Hello. Yeah. My cat is doing this most creepy thing. She's sitting in front of the mirror staring at me. It's at an angle where she could watch. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see her All right, we'll see if we can fit that into the game. Um, <laughs> uh, Max, uh, Max Yibs has sent in The Legend of Zelda A Twink to the Past. The game is unchanged. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about... Oppenheimer by Momo, the visual novel. Yeah, so I saw that from Momo, Oppenheimer, the visual novel. Um, Is this going to be like an adventure game where you can kind of convince him not to make the bomb? <laughs> I think that's the good... You think there's like a good ending where like he make, he doesn't make the bomb? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I got the bad... <laughs> can you imagine playing a game and it's like, oh, I got the bad ending and I killed 600,000 people? <laughs> uh, o- Oppenheimer, babe, this isn't you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Um, or, or it's like you you try to figure out where all the lost nukes went in the yeah. in the states because apparently there's one off Tybee, like they were just like dropping nukes and like <laughs> yeah maybe they one dropped day one find it. they dropped one in North Carolina also and lost it like out in the in the yeah. forest maybe that's all like the bad endings like if you mess up a quest then mm. you drop a nuke somewhere in the US and lose it. <laughs> Um, Mitch Purr sent in The Last of Pus, colon, poppin' dat pimple. Uh, I read that, no. <laughs> the reason I, the only reason I, I even pay attention to it is because they wrote it as poppin' dat pimple with a D. <laughs> Which gets me <laughs> I, really I excited. Dr. Pimple Popper, I love that show. Oh my god, I don't think I want to talk about popping pimples. I just wanted to thank you for that. <laughs> Reminding <laughs> me of the 90s when, when you got to say dat with a D. <laughs> You could you could bring it back. I could bring it back. Um, I think you also highlighted for Momo unpacking two r slash male living space. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny because unpacking is like such a feminine game, um, and there's actually one level where the character is moving in with a boy, and it's like really difficult to like fit her cute little like um, stuff into his place. So I think it'd be interesting for it to be the other way around. But like, you you start off, you start off, and he's got like a flat, and all he's got is like a sofa and a TV, and like, that's that's all your furniture, and like one pillow with a very thin blanket. In in that same vein, uh, Momo also sent in Mary's mod, which has been really sticking with me. So this is Gary's mod, but for women, I think. Yeah. So what does what, that what look makes, like? What makes Gary? What makes <laughs> Gary's mod like masculine? Well, most people use it to make it so Tim Allen grunting Winnie the Poohs with chainsaws will kill Mario. So like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess just the people. The thing is, Gary, Gary's mod. Gary's mod is is basically a sandbox where you can make anything in it and just do goofy shit. And obviously, that got taken over pretty quickly by by men, right? Making like. And then, like you, then death, right? And so, how do you make this a more feminine experience? It'd be like a like a girl dinner game or something like that. Ooh, girl dinner. Can you imagine? Like, can you imagine you overcooked a, girl dinner? That's a good one. Burnt popcorn. Overcooked girl dinner. Okay. Overcooked toast and M and M's. Okay. I have an idea. Okay, so the idea basically is like you're working in like a, a kitchen and you're like having to assemble rather than like, you know, a, a burger. It's like, I need six almonds and two tangerines. 
<laughs> and Prosecco. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Um, I know that wasn't really a submission, but I want to drop a pin in that one, too. <laughs> um, what, is Rory Gilmore involved in that one? Yeah, she can be. Why not? We'll just make the characters the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> um... Let's see. We got to keep moving through these. Um, from uh, let's see here. Uh, Ryu had another really good one. Um, I liked this one. Tumblr born. Uh, it's a city building sim, but the sim is an image sharing and microblogging site. People are trying to use as a forum. So it's a city. The idea of the Tumblr born brings back an idea that we had a few submission or a few shows ago of a post-apocalyptic dystopian world where the factions are formed from different social media uh, sites. So, like, the idea is that you have, like, you know, like, the Facebooks and, like, you know, the the, the Tumblr-born people, and then there's, like, the, the Twitters, or I think they're just called X now. And then, like, you know, there's a girl who's like, I can, I can use all four of the sites or whatever. <laughs> and this like, with, like, Avatar. <laughs> there's one I think that there's got to be like a teenage girl that's like I like using all of the social media sites and everyone's like whoa and then she starts a resistance movement yeah and she's the avatar because she knows she can do do all four she's like the I've always described Divergent as like oh and she's the avatar of emotions (laughs) she can feel five different things (laughs) um let me see here um Sarim sent in a, a good one here for, um, was it? Yeah, we Dodecahedropath Traveler. It is one and a half Octopath Travelers taped together. The that idea, sounds horrifying. Well, the thing that stuck with me about this is the idea of taping two physical games together. <laughs> and, like, getting something different out of it. Because, uh. like, you remember the old, like, Sonic 3 and Knuckles thing, right? Which I think this was the last time that was done. Um, where you would plug the cartridges into each other. But I've never thought about, like, sort of taping two bespoke discs together and sticking them into your PlayStation. So maybe... It... <laughs> He's like... I don't know. <laughs> no, like, the idea of, like... I, like... I'm just gonna look at my games right here. Like, I have... I have 13 Sentinels and Wolfenstein 2. And so I'm gonna take both of those discs and I'm gonna tape them together and stick them into my PlayStation. And I'm gonna get a new game out of it. Okay, but it's got it's got to be a game and a half because um, uh, you're right. Dode, so I can't I'll even cut, say it. I'll just cut Wolfenstein in half and put that in there. Yeah, you get half the Nazis. <sighs> um, we also have Lies of Phil. Phil Spencer repeatedly claiming they're not trying to nab Nintendo. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, Jess, we actually have discussed this one before, or I think I discussed it with Ree like very early. Is it dis- dishonored? dishonored? That was one of my yeah. entries. Yeah, that was my entry where it's it's dishonored. Only you play as a chav, but I very much like this one a lot more. Right, where it's dishonored, but instead of assassination, it's character assassination. You must face every target in a rap battle and win. <laughs> I like this a lot too. I don't. I, I think we just set it in the world of Dishonored and like so. There's like plague rats and yeah. witches and stuff, but you're just doing a rap battle in the middle of the street. <laughs> a rap or rat, as in yeah, like a rat battle, <laughs> as in Stuart Little. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, I think at this point, what we're trying to do, we've all right. 
we've we've made it through this list. At this point, we need to find a container to put Stuart Little in that we can make a video <laughs> game out of. <laughs> I think Stuart Little goes really well with Little Nightmares. It does. I mean, it's a, it's a cute idea. I just feel like it's not like it doesn't have. It's missing some heat. It's like, too obvious. It's too easy. Um, yeah. The uh, and then then we we had that that idea for like the cooking the girl dinner cooking simulator game, cooking cooking mama, <laughs> cooking <laughs> cooking mama girl di- girl dinner. <laughs> It's. Do we want it to be multiplayer or not? Is this a single player experience? I think it's a single player experience. Okay. Yeah, cause girl dinner is really something you do by yourself because yeah. when you yeah. go out with friends, it's a experience. It's not like that. So I think in Cooking Mama: Colon Girl Dinner, you are like you basically like are set into different kitchens each level, and you have like just a random assortment of things. What What is the judging metric though? Cause like, what is the thing that tells you if you made a good girl dinner or not? Like, how do you know? If you're, if you're like how, your hunger level at the end. Yeah. But th- I don't want it to just be like eat more food, right? It's like, it has to be the oh, correct- You have to be like hungry still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not if, well, you're just hungry. You're if you're, sa- if you're actually satisfied, you've failed. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and I, also, you're like in a messy bun and like <laughs> sweats. <laughs> okay, I see. Long I, socks. There's definitely like a whole vibe that you have to hit for it, but I feel like it goes beyond just the food that you're assembling. You know what I mean? Like, I think you also have to have like a bunch of like unopened like mail movies? on the counter. Oh, movies <laughs> playing in the background, but you fall asleep on the couch. What movie is like it? Credits. What about kind of like an unpacking situation where you've it's got to unpack your apartment at every level, but like you've just got to make it look in as much disarray as possible? I think the movie that's playing in the background has to be BBC's Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm part I'm partial to Sense and Sensibility, but that's just me. Yeah, I love or, uh, or or um, yeah. or what am I thinking of? Um, the uh, uh, What's that other movie with the with the guy in it? Uh, what the fuck is it called? Uh, the one that everyone loves, the princess thing. Princess Diaries. No, Princess Bride. Oh. Okay. Is the Princess yeah. Diaries the Anne Hathaway one? Yeah. Okay, then I want the other one. Uh, let's ask Rob Reiner for the rights. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm trying to think of what like a good good like background girl movie is. You guys might need to tell me. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love, okay. Clueless. Well, you've you've got Pride and Prejudice, but it'd be the Michael Fassbender one. It wouldn't it wouldn't be the uh, the BBC one. Ah, okay. Interesting. It'll be it'll be Michael Fassbender walking across. Uh, actually, no, it's not Michael Fassbender, is it? Who plays? No, it's uh, McFadden, right? Yeah, nice? it's it's him walking across a foggy field in a loose white shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like an empty like pint of ice cream. Like and but it's like the stuff the bottom of the ice cream is like spilled on the counter. Tissues everywhere. <laughs> this isn't a game anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was last week. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. This is a confession. <laughs> yeah. This is this sounds more like a breakup simulator now. 
Let's do it. Oh my god, that was that's what it would be. It would be Mamma Mia girl dinner, but it's like basically a breakup simulation. Did you? I thought. Did you say Mamma Mia girl dinner? Because that sounds much better. Oh my god. <laughs> one of the one of these three dinners is my real dinner. <laughs> Cold slice of pizza. Uh, Jess, can we do something with the prestige? Out. I'm still thinking about it. The prestige? Yeah. <laughs> can we do the prestige, but it's Stuart Little? Oh my god. There's two Stuart Littles I'm, in I'm going to do 100 more shows, and then I'm turned back into a real boy. <laughs> um, Wait, would Stuart Little be the Chris Bale, or would he be the... Um... Uh, the huge Oh, I forgot. There's another one. <laughs> What's yeah. the other? Yeah, that's the one we're talking. Have you seen the Prestige? I have, but there was two that came out the same year when I was in that's, college. Yeah, the you're thinking of the, illusion the Illusionist. Right. With, okay. Um, this Norton. is the one. This is the Christopher Nolan one. It had Christian Bale, Hugh Jackman, and Michael Caine in it. Yeah, I remember seeing both in the theaters yeah. <laughs> in college. Mr. Wayne. It's me, Michael Caine. <laughs> All so right. is is Stuart Little Hugh Jackman or Christian Bale? Stuart Little is, is Michael Caine. So he's like a mentor. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wayne, it's me, Stuart Little. So Stuart Little sees an actual mouse and he's like, <laughs> "Well, this is the greatest trick I've ever seen. How can I do that?" My, Michael, no, sorry, Hugh Jackman. Sorry, no, no. It's it's Christian Bale goes into a door on one side of the stage and a mouse comes out on the other side. Stuart Little does it. He's, he's using a double. Stuart. There's a second mouse. No, it's not a mouse. It's a boy that looks like. <laughs> Okay, they send a boy on one side, and on the other side, a boy that looks like a two-inch tall mouse walks out. Um, I feel I feel like we're like floundering here. Okay, let, let's run back through I, I these. Feel, I, I think Stuart Little's the key. He he is absolutely the key, but we have to put him somewhere because he's just a he's just an idea. <laughs> we have to put him in something. Um, my car to get off. Let me look at what's going on. He's in a little car. He drives around a little red car in the movie. Yeah. So what? It, well, I don't want to make another racing game because we just made uh -oh. one. Oh. Um, uh, so it, it doesn't have to be a racing game. It can be like um, in the like, armored core stuff. Like maybe Stuart Little. Yeah, is that's what I was thinking. And he just little, rams into people with his little red car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will only be, I will only I will only agree to fund this video game if we can get M Night Shyamalan to write it. So there'd be a twist at the end. Yeah, Stuart, Stuart Little is a boy and not a rat. Yeah. Is the twist? Yeah, that's. Stuart Little gets adopted by a family and finally turns into a real boy. He no longer looks like a mouse. Like once uh, his family. Nice. Oh my him. god! It's Lies of Pea because that's Pinocchio. Okay. <laughs> He wants to become a real boy. Lies of but Stuart he, he Little. Can't. Okay, let's let's think about this for a second. I because I feel like I feel like I have forty percent of an idea right now. Um, <laughs> there's, um, basically, let's take this gothic Victorian sort of thing from Lies of P. All right. Yeah. You are Stuart Little. Um, you know, you're like a few inches tall. You are you are rat sized. You've got a little sword, all right? You also have a little red car that you can drive around 
like fucking uh, Lovecraft Lovecraftian England. <laughs> um, and there's like these giant mech, uh, the monsters, like mechanical monsters, like in Armored Core, like in Lies of P. And you are trying to find your father? Is that what Lies of P is about? You're trying to find Geppetto? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because you want to be a real boy, right? So Who's Stuart Little's dad again? Stuart Little's dad is Hugh Laurie. Yes! Okay, so you're trying to find Hugh <laughs> Dr. Laurie. Dr. House. <laughs> Dr. House, where are you? <laughs> you're, trying to find, you're trying to find your dad, who is Dr. House, MD. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> You want to turn back into a real boy, right? So there's got to be some magic thing you're looking for. Um, at the end, do you mate? What would be the ending though? What is the twist ending? Is that he he doesn't turn back into a boy? He I think Hugh Laurie tells yeah. him. Doctor House MD tells him he's got lupus. For everybody. Oh, no, it's it's never lupus, is it? It's always something no, else. Only one time has it ever been lupus. Oh, Maybe Stuart Little thinks he's got lupus at the start because that's what Doctor House MD told him. But at the end, Doctor House MD it turns around. He's like, it's not lupus. It's the plague. It's not lupus. You're just a mouse. <laughs> okay. It's been uh, so our, I'm, I'm trying to think about this now from an armored core perspective. Let's think about a gigantic robot, like a Titan-sized robot. That has a little mouse inside of it, um, and you're fighting other big robots. Is that is that interesting, or do you do? Because I, I like the idea of him having a little sword. What if he gets yeah. a? What if what if Stuart Little? The concept is because I know you were talking little to small. What if he's not so little anymore and gets like growth hormones and becomes huge? <laughs> Stuart, not so little. <laughs> Not so little anymore. Okay. And that's when Dr. House comes in trying to figure out what's wrong with him. It's not lupus. You <laughs> just got this extreme, like, uh, growth hormone from being toxic waste or something. Okay, somebody... Ha no, I've got the idea here, and somebody's going to have to come up with a name for it. You are Stuart okay. Little. You are living in, a, a, like, an apartment. Like, in a, someone... You're living in someone's apartment as, like, a little ma uh, a mouse, right? And they don't know you live there. Yeah. The, the person who owns the place is gone, and before she gets home, you have to assemble girl dinner for her. <laughs> By sneak. Is this, is this like Mouse Mouse Hunt, that film that's got... Um, oh uh, <laughs> I forgot about that What's movie. It? Well, it, that I, movie's I, great. Yeah, like, who was in that? Was, was, let, me, let me look at it that. Was, it was a comedian. I can't remember who. It was Lee something. Mouse Hunt had Nathan Lane, Lee Evans, Christopher Walken. Lee Evans. Yeah. Lee Evans. Do you know he's like a huge British comedian? Yeah, I think I've seen him before. Is there was there another movie called Rat Race around the same time? There was. Um. <laughs> and that one is different because it has um, Whoopi Goldberg in it and Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, okay, so we've had a lot of I feel mouse like, based movies. I feel like this could be a little nightmares twist. So you're in this girl's apartment and but the little nightmares bit is you like trying to traverse all her mess and you're trying to get to the kitchen so you can make her girl dinner. That already oh, but we're forgetting this already happened in Little Nightmares. Like you do invade a kitchen and you try to find food <laughs> yeah. by scraping stuff together. That is part of the first yeah. Little Nightmares game. Alright, let's back up. Stuart Little Nightmares Let's just structure it so that you go through like a few different places on your adventure, okay? 
So the first, maybe one of the places you go to is Felicia's apartment, and you're trying to yeah. assemble dinner for her. <laughs> um, put on a cozy movie. Put on a cozy. You're trying to pick a good movie um, and make sure, God, please make sure you play Sense and Sensibility and not Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> um, and then sure. what's what's the next level after that? Like, Also, what are you doing? Like, What is the point of the game? Well, eventually... He's trying to like level up to become a real boy or become big because he's only two feet tall. Because it's called Stuart, not so little, right? The well, night- Dr. House MD is a bit of a womanizer, so maybe these are all his exes while he's trying to find Dr. House. The night, okay. The nightmare is that you are, okay, you start the game as a regular sized human boy. Then, yeah. metamor- like, it's like a metamorphosis situation, like Franz Kafka. You wake up as a little mouse, and you're like, no, I'm a boy. But then everyone's like, this is obviously a mouse. Uh, Then you get a little red race car, and you have to drive it through these levels of haunting very large people that don't believe that you're a real boy. Because you are trying to become a boy again? Yeah, because who wants to be a mouse forever? I think this has got to be written by M. Night Shyamalan. There's got to be a twist at the end. I agree. Oh, the there's got to the be a twist, huge twist. The twist yeah. at the end is that he's been a boy the whole time and that everyone else was a mouse. <laughs> oh my god! You look, you, the twist at the end is like he looks into a mirror and you see a real full boy and a bunch of dead mice behind him. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that fits in perfectly with the ending. Yeah, that fits perfectly with the ending of Little Nightmares as well. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there was, uh, yeah, there were actually multiple Stuart Little movies. Um, let's I see. only remember one of them. Has what Gina the Davis in it? So the first one did okay, actually. Made made some good money in the theaters. Um, I mean, I hope they're all set in, um, set like within two years. Otherwise, it's like inaccurate because my son <laughs> lived for two years. The um, in 2005, the direct video Stuart Little three Call of the Wild. Okay. Is, are you sh- Breath of the Wild? <laughs> no, Call of the Wild. Um, Michael J. Fox played Stuart Little, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't believe... I, I believe reception to the third movie was poor. Um, yeah, there's a... This, is, this was not well received, but let me... Okay, what I'm going to do quickly is look through the plot of the first Stuart Little... Um, and see what happened. Uh, I know it's got something to do with a cat, um, Snowball, Snowbell. Uh, okay, so the, he's adopted into a human family, and he has a human brother who is disappointed and refuses to acknowledge Stuart as his brother. The family cat, Snowbell, is disgusted at the fact that he is now pet to a mouse. Eleanor goes on to accidentally trap Stuart in the washing machine one morning after a load of laundry. Very gender normative. She rescues Stuart from swallowing too much detergent. Stuart becomes ill as he coughs up soap bubbles. This sounds very sad. Um, so let's go to the end here. Snowbell takes Stuart home just as the Littles are getting ready for bed. George spots Stuart through the front window and everyone's happily reunited. When Frederick asks how he made it back, he tells him he owes his life to Snowbell, who has realized Stuart truly is family. So this seems like a team-up movie, like where the cat and the mouse don't like each other and they kind of have to team up to get home. Yeah, I swear um, the cat's also trying to convince the other cats not to murder Stuart as well. 
There's a section on here which I think is going to be important for this game on the Wikipedia page, which is Lost Painting Unknowingly Used on Set. <laughs> that is the name of a section header on Wikipedia. So isn't the painting worth, like, $5 million or something? One of the paintings used as set dressing for the Littles' home was Hungarian avant-garde painter Robert Berenice's 1920 painting Sleeping Lady with Black Vase, which has long been considered lost. A set designer for the film purchased the painting at an antique store in Pasadena, California for $500 for use in the film, unaware of its significance. In 2009, art historian Gurgly Barkey, while watching Stuart Little on television with his daughter, noticed the painting, and after contacting the studio was unable to track about its whereabouts. In 2014, the owner sold the painting for 229,000 euros. Wow. How do we fit that into our game? <laughs> Well, when he realizes that he's the size of the painting and that everyone else is smaller than he is. That's Do you think he's spirit. in the painting? I'm going to pull up what it looks like. Sleeping lady with black vase. Wait, you know, Dark Souls always has like, well, always. It's very often used like paintings where you can go in there and there's like a painted world inside there. Like it happens three times. Huh. That also happens in Mario, though. He does see paintings and jump into them. Yeah. Um, I, I, this this thing about the, the painting seems interesting, though. I, I like this. Uh, maybe we just have it as an Easter egg in the background. Um, but I, I, I feel like there's some good heat here. I, I just I feel like there's something missing that is going to make this, like, sell. Yeah. Is it co-op? Can, is it co-op between Stuart Little and the mouse? And the, sorry, and the, and the cat maybe. Like Alien Isolation. Is that co-op? No, but the cat's always trying to hunt you. Jesus. Um. So <laughs> you're talking about now a horror game where the cat is sort of like hunting you the entire time throughout this world. Like, and there's no yes. way. To, there's no way to kill it. No, Stuart Isolation. Stuart Isolation. <laughs> Stuart, oh, so it's a Stuart Little Nightmares Isolation. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that the idea, I think that's a good idea. Um, I, d I don't know, how do I, how do I like, how would you pitch this to me in 30 seconds to sell me on it, though? I feel like I'm missing something. I, I think the Stuart Little thing worked best with the lies of paid, but I don't know. We'd have to lose gold in a you think people don't eat girl dinner in Pinocchio Land? <laughs> I think the better game is just literally putting a tiny Stuart Little into uh, into Lies of P and having him like with a tiny sword in a little hat. Yeah. Kind of doing a, a a a Puss in Boots thing almost, but with a rat. And then he's got all these cool flips and tricks and animations and stuff. And you're basically fighting your way through this like monstrous world to find your dad, Hugh Laurie, so he can use his house MD powers to turn you back into a boy. But at the end, you find out that, yeah, like, I think that's, I think that's what it is. Like, you, you find out that, um, you look in the mirror and you see that you're a real boy, but not only are, have you been a real boy the entire time, you were hallucinating that all these things were robots and they're actually people that you've been killing the whole oh. time. And House MD is the one who works it out at the end and diagnoses you. It's like a whole how how episode of House MD. I think I think House MD has been poisoning you, so you you are hallucinating. <laughs> yes. 
kind of like um, the Scarecrow, like where he poisons himself and starts seeing stuff, like in, in Batman. Or yeah. maybe it's like what actually happens like all the time in House MD where they give him a medication at the, at the start and it like doesn't work and gives him horrible side effects. And at the end, House MD is like, well, it wasn't Lupus after all. Maybe it's this. At the end... But what- what if they don't? What if we don't see him taking medication? What if we just start off like seeing him like drink water or something? I think but, I like, think memories will come back as you get go through the game and you unlock new yeah. checkpoints. Like yeah. you have flashbacks of your life as a boy, right? And you're like, I know yeah. I was a boy. Like I'm remembering it. Um, and then it turns out that your dad Hugh Laurie was using you for like science experiments or something. What did he want? He was trying to turn a boy into a mouse. <laughs> and he succeeded. <laughs> um, I mean, a dark, a dark one would be you. you, you he wants to see if he can cure lupus. <laughs> okay, what is lupus? I know it's from House. I just oh, uh, so literally every single episode. He, I know. He I remember. It's, well, lupus. it's an it's an autoimmune disease that you, you yeah have for like the rest of your life. It primarily affects women, but like what it does is like you can get really high fevers. You're more susceptible to getting sick. It break it basically like breaks down your immune system and stuff. And a lot of times you need to be on oh, what kind of drug is it? It's uh I forget. It's a specific uh. type of medication that you have to be on. That's like uh. It says lupus yeah. is often known as the great imitator because it mimics or is mistaken for other illnesses. Interesting. Yeah. Um. And the medication is like. So it has like such such a wide range of uh, symptoms and affects people so differently. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people have pain and swelling. They get like these rosy cheeks. Uh, um. Okay. Yeah, so, do we need to have lupus in this game? Because it sounds like it's going to make it depressing. I I, f- I feel like the lupus would mix in well with House MD because it's like part of the meme around him. Because like when whenever people do impressions of him, they're always okay. like, "Well, it's not lupus." Right. I, I think if we want to mix this with Pinocchio, because like I think we're taking some creative licenses with the Stuart Little story, like the movie did. Um, yeah. So in this one, I think Geppetto, who is Hugh Laurie's character, has created this boy, right? Because he yeah. wants a son, and he wasn't able to have a son. I think his wife died or something, right? And so in a lab, he used. Nope, I've got it. He had a son. The son was terminally ill, so he transferred the son's consciousness into this mouse to keep. Oh him my god! Alive. I thought you, I thought you were gonna do my sister, my sister's keeper thing. What the hell? Little was like made uh. to like donate stuff to the uh, the sick child. I think this just starts with you, like literally in this, like I'm imagining this, like you know, cobblestone courtyard. It's like dark and there's rain coming down, right? And there's like this weird m- robot that's like coming at you and you're just a little mouse like it doesn't explain anything at the beginning and i think you have to unlock memories as you go through to realize that like you are Stuart little and that you uh used to be a boy um i think that's the horrible truth at the end right is that like you used to be a boy um and do you have to kill your father at the end does Stuart little kill his own father i don't think that happens in the (laughs) movie no (laughs) No, but does a whale come and eat Hugh Laurie? I don't see why that can't happen. 
I, I feel like we're missing the the ending though of this because like I, I like the, I like this idea because I can already see what the gameplay looks like. We don't really need to worry about it. I just I want to have a good story ending for this. So what what's the ending? Who are the bosses going to be though? Um, I think they're going to be uh, uh, different uh, rats <laughs> that are. No, I think the bosses are going to be other. Um... They're going to be cats. Oh wow, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So the bosses are are different cats. Um, and what if what if they're and they're are they really going to be cats or is it really him thinking that he's seeing cats? Yeah, I think he's hallucinating. So the cats are have to be named after people like in his life. Oh my god, that's good. So like, let me go back to the Stuart Little Wikipedia page, which I've now opened <laughs> the eight Stuart times. Little Law. <laughs> um, and look at all these characters. Like, there's uh, Eleanor. Frederick, uh, George, uh, Crenshaw. That's a good boss name. Tina. I think I think George Beatrice. should be the final one, and then that's yeah, the when brother. he starts to realize, like, yeah, because he recognizes the name George, and I think that's when he would should start to realize that something's not up. That's going to be like the final boss. Yeah. I think and then Hugh Laurie. Yeah, I think you do kill your brother in a boss fight before realizing who he is, because yeah. he doesn't know who you are either, because you're a mouse. Does he get to drive the little red car? Yeah, that's going to be like a power move. <laughs> that's like your ultimate. That's or, or like a weapon that you can do. He's so small. He has to go like room to room in this that big house they live in in New York. It's a brownstone. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't necessarily need to be like one to one. I think it's just a it's like a Souls game. And it's all dark and spooky, and there's monsters there. But like you're you're fighting your way through this house, and you're trying to go like to the uh, upstairs, you know. And then like you follow clues down to the basement and everything. It's like a mansion. Yeah. And how um like because there's choices to be made in Liza P. You got to decide whether to lie or not lie. But what would the choices be in um? I think there's two dialogue (laughs) options, and every choice, and one of them says boy, and one says rat. (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's just, the boy. The they, boy choice or, is like eat Cheetos, and then the the rat choice is like gnaw through wood. <laughs> Maybe you turn into more of a boy or a mouse depending on your decisions. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds funny. What is the title of this now? I, I feel like we got to wrap this up. What is the title? I was gonna of say. Lies of Stuart or Lies of Little. Little of P. <laughs> no. I, I, we needed to be clear when it's up on the shelves, like, what it is. Because um, it's basically a Stuart Little Souls game is what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Stu- the Lost Soul of Stuart Little. The Unbecoming of Stuart Little. Uh, Stuart Not So I- Little. I think I think that should be the subtitle. There should be like um, Stuart Little should be referenced in the subtitle, but it should j- still be called Lies at Peace so that we re- we can like recognize it as okay. that. Or or is it called Stuart Little? Uh, boys die twice. <laughs> oh my god! Is yes. It a, is it a Sekiro thing? <laughs> I don't want to say boys die twice in the name of the game. <laughs> that sounds rough. Um, well, like mice die twice. <laughs> boys mouse. mice. Boys mice twice. Uh, Boy, boys die mice. Oh uh, my god. Boy, boys are Boy- mice. 
There's there, we have like a, so many words. Felicia, please say something. Boys or mice. Um, boys or mice sounds like a boy band group. We can't do it. The unbecoming of Stuart Little. The unbecoming of Stuart Little. Yeah, the becoming of Stuart not so little. What about Bloodborne? We could maybe like Ratborn or Mouseborn. Boyborn. Mm. Boyborn. <laughs> Um, That's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine FromSoft <laughs> announcing their next game is called Boyborn? <laughs> you have to collect boy vials? What are you talking about? Little Not So Born. Okay. Stuart Little Nightmares, and then we'll put a subtitle on it. Little Not So More Stuart. <laughs> Stuart and not so little anymore. <laughs> okay. Stuart, Stuart Little Nightmares. Um, scholar of the first. Scholar something of the first edition. boy? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you got Dark Souls 2 Scholar of the first sin edition. So you could have. Stuart, <laughs> Stuart I'm Little gonna Nightmares. Die. I'm going to die. <laughs> scholar Little Boy Mouse. Are you drinking milk? It's horchata. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Stuart, Li- Stuart Little Nightmare Scholar of the First Boy. <laughs> um, what was the what was the Dark Souls three one? The fire fades. The boy. The boy fades. Um, Let's have a look. Yeah, uh, and then I'm trying to just think of something that'll like get that souls thing across. You know what I mean? Yeah. Into the underworld. Uh. Shadows die mice. <laughs> Stuart Stuart Little Shadows die mice. Stuart Little Among Us. We can't just call it Stuart Little Among Us. <laughs> I'm trying to find what the subtitle was for Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3 was the Fire Fades was like the game of the year edition. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, what was the first one, Dark Souls? I don't remember. Um... <laughs> I'm still thinking about Boy Born. Um, or is it Blood Boy? <laughs> The last of Stuart Little. The little of us. Um, is it just Stuart Little four? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> this game. This game is a canonical sequel to the film trilogy. His story, Stuart Little. <laughs> Stuart Little four. Stuart Little four. Colin, his story. <laughs> I'm so tired. If somebody doesn't come up with something better in the next two minutes, that's what we're using. <laughs> I, I, I think... Uh, I don't know. I, I still think it should be... Um, it should be something related to a Souls game. Yeah, I like Shadows Die Mice. I think that's neat. Yeah. So is, is it... Stu- I mean, it makes sense with the ending, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, or is it, I, is I, it I, like... Stu- <laughs> Stuart Little's Die Mice, or something like that. 
What about real boys uh, die twice? Because then it links his life. Die twice. <laughs> Because like yeah, he is a guy. He is a little boy that died and became a rat, and he's gonna it's die yeah. die twice, you know. Um. Uh. Okay, everyone, close your eyes. <laughs> All right, I want you to pretend you're walking into a GameStop right now. You look yeah, over okay. on the shelf, and you see the new PlayStation games, and something catches your eye because you think you see the word Stuart Little, and you're like, I haven't thought about Stuart Little in, in 20 years. I can't believe they made a new game about it. You walk over to it, you pull the case off the shelf and look at the front. What is the title of the game? Lies of Pete Real Boys Die Twice. That's nothing. <laughs> it's gotta have, if we don't have Stuart Little in the title, <laughs> We're not going to sell fucking any of these. Stuart Little, Death Becomes Him. <laughs> death Becomes Him. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm starting to fall back towards Boyborn. I'm going to do something. Um, Boyborn. <laughs> Boyborn 2. Um... It could be it could be boy boy born uh, shadows die mice. Is, is anyone gonna know though? Like I feel like if we don't get the brand in there. Like is <laughs> is the Stuart Little brand not valuable enough to put in the title? If we're gonna pay for the licensing for this thing, yeah. Well, it, it should be Stuart because um, you've got Sekiro, so yeah. rather than Sekiro, Stuart, Stuart uh, shadows die mice. Yeah. Either shadows die mice or real boys die twice. <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna write. I'm not gonna name my game "Real Boys Die Twice." <laughs> That's gonna shadows die mice. We're gonna Shadow. get canceled for encouraging suicide. <laughs> yeah, real Shadow. boys die twice. What's a word that rhymes with uh, "try"? Die. Stuart Little. Oh. Real boys cry mice. Maybe we should have made that overcooked girl dinner game. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Stuart, real boys cry mice. <laughs> that's so- that's- I feel like that's so hard to equate to Sek Sekiro, though. There's too much different. Like, it's- I think it's gotta be, like, Shadows Die Mice, and then people will be like, oh, I know what that is. And I'm imagining having, like, Sekiro, like, the guy on the cover, with, like, a sword out, and then, like, a tiny Stuart Little also with his sword out underneath him. Or Shadows Deny Mice. Shadows Deny Mice. I feel like we've been stuck here for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, we are. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to choose something right now. Um, shadows defy mice. <laughs> Stuart Little, shadows die mice is the name of the game. Okay. Or just Stuart Shadows Die Mice, because then it goes with Sekiro. Stuart Littles Die Twice. <laughs> well, because the Little family does die, right? Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Littles Die Twice. <laughs> Stupid. All right, I'm done. I'm so tired of this shit. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. 
Um, I will be putting. I'll be spending the next hour putting together some sort of cover art for this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to play this game in real life. Sorry, sorry, we can't release yeah. your your rest. No, we're gonna we're gonna get it out before Christmas. We're gonna hit that Christmas bump. Yeah. Um, the lawyer said no on rest. <laughs> due to litigation. Yeah, I, um, I can imagine why they might do that. Um, <laughs> the uh, okay, well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for everyone for submitting uh, ideas. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, if you have not listened in a while, we are somewhat back with a new thing we're doing, where the three of us are watching every video game movie in uh, in chronological order. We started with the Super Mario Bros. movie from 1993, starring Luigi's butt. And we are going to be moving on from there. We've we've recorded like eight or nine of them, so they'll be coming up probably. I think uh, once starting next week, it should be like an every week um, thing to show up on your feed. So um, those cannot go up on YouTube due to Google <laughs> copyright issues. So we're um, in copyright jail. We're in copyright jail. Um, so they will be available via the podcast video feature on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And they will also be available on Vimeo, and links to that will be in the feed that it just subscribe to the podcast feed as you have been. So keep an eye out for that. Um, thank you guys. And uh, do you guys have an, anything you want to say? Uh, I want to go to bed. What time is it? It's nine o'clock over there. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I slept three hours last night, and I got to go to work after this. Yay. Um, I am going to go to the Fernbank Museum After Dark Booze and Booze Edition. It's called Booze and Booze? B-O-O-S and B-O-O-Z-E. Oh. Are, you, are you dressing up as hot dogs? Jess, that's not a... Th- that is that real? She, yeah, she, like... She saw that movie, uh, what's it called? The uh, Accepted? Where Jonah Hill is dressed as I do a, remember Jonah Hill being dressed as a big hot dog. I don't think it was yeah. part of this, though. Yeah, it's like a thing over here where you go, you go on, like, boozy nights out and you will, you will dress up, and a lot of people like to dress up as, like, food items. We do not. We do, we do not. We don't have that. We don't have that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but I want to be a s'more for Halloween, Nerev. You're going to be a what? S'more. A s'more? Yeah, or, like, a campfire with... Toasted marshmallow. Oh, nice. That sounds pretty good. I'm going to be uh, Jesse from Pokemon and like all of my outfits here, apart from the skirt, because I'm struggling to find a white skirt that isn't see through, which is um, horrible. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Um, I uh, actually have. Hold on. Gotta... Gotta contact one of the Spice Girls. I'm sure they've got a leather skirt. She, she wears, like, a white skirt, but the problem with, like, getting a white skirt is that a lot of the material is, like, so cheap that you can just easily see through white. I've already got my costume. Oh, <laughs> it's monkey. Yeah, it's monkey. <laughs> You're right. Very good. All right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll be tuning out, but make sure to listen in for Video Game Movie Hell. I'll uh, be here right in the same podcast feed. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.